everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. want to remind you about our friends at Zero Res Carpet Cleaning. Uh, proven in lab tests, remove more dirt and soils than other methods. Their powered water cleaning means no soap, no shampoos, no toxic chemicals. Schedule your Zero Res Cleaning today we're going to talk a little nfl football with matt williamson coming up here momentarily i'm assuming gordon you're uh, feeling pretty good about your uh, chiefs today well i mean they're not my chiefs uh, but i did pick them to repeat and i picked uh, mahomes to be the mvp and he sure looked like it last night i mean uh yeah he that was that's not exactly a risky pick i will acknowledge uh, no it was not a uh, a risky pick, uh, but that's that's all right, Gordon. That's okay. <laughs> that's me being me. Uh, it is you being you. All four number one uh, seeds to the final four. We we come to set <laughs> no, our watch by no, it. You know? No, no, no. I had two number two seeds and two number ones. I think. And you never made that mistake again. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little NFL football. He's our NFL insider. He makes the magic happen at profootballnetwork.com. Uh, he also covers the Steelers. He's part of the Locked On NFL podcast. He does it all. He's our friend Matt Williamson. Matt, how are you? I'm great. How's it going? We're uh, we're doing well. Um, I think last time we had you on, we laughed about Gordon's obvious pick of taking the Chiefs to win it all. But uh, after the game last night, that pick's <laughs> not looking so bad. No, it really isn't. I, I didn't see that coming. I thought the Ravens were playing better and would have success on the ground. I thought Lamar would play better. But boy, Kansas City looked phenomenal and. I have to think that, you know, Andy Reid told us, you know, just, just reminded his team from time to time that, uh, hey, you know, we're, we're three point and three and a half point underdogs in this game. I mean, we are the Super Bowl champs, you remember, and they, they just sent a statement to the league, and Mahomes was awesome as usual. So when does it become detrimental for a quarterback to take off running? Uh, you mean become too much of a runner? Yeah, I mean that, that's always the temptation, right? If you if you have that capability to do it, is it done too often? And I wondered that uh, last night. I, I I mean I'm not complaining because he's a great player, but I, I right. wondered it. It's interesting because we really haven't seen it before. In that, there's a lot of running quarterbacks in recent memories. You know, guys that are good runners with the football. But besides Cam Newton in his heyday with the Panthers, there hasn't been an offense that is based on the quarterback being your lead – the quarterback running being the foundation of the offense. It's always been, okay, if things break down, Michael Vick run around and make a play, or Russell Wilson extend a play, or things like that, as opposed to we're going to game plan to run the ball with our quarterback and win the game as that is our foundation. And obviously, since Lamar Jackson has taken over, they've won an awful lot of games with some notable losses, but it's been a massive success. Can it hold up for 10 years? I mean, 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to answer that, to be honest. We just haven't seen somebody take this extreme level of trusting their quarterback as a runner, as a foundation. And that's not to imply that he's not a, a good passer. He was not a good passer last night, but I do think he is an underrated passer. Matt, Gordon and I earlier in the show kind of stumbled into a random conversation about NFL coaches. And, and Bill Belichick, you know, is, is on a level all his own uh, and the dynasty he's built there with the Patriots. But who would you say is the second best coach in the NFL right now? And who would be in the conversation for that? I think it's pretty clear, to be honest with you. And if you look at this generation, the Belichick generation, of course he stands alone, and he's on the Mount Rushmore's with Walsh and all the greats. But I think Reed is clearly number two, especially after getting that Super Bowl ring finally. I think he was in the conversation. Now he gets the ring. I think he stands alone now as the number two guy of this generation. Then I think there's another four. Harbaugh, who we saw last night, Tomlin in Pittsburgh, Carroll in Seattle, and Peyton in New Orleans, who are all next. You know, that, and I know this isn't exactly what you asked me, but I'm close to the Steelers, and when I saw Bill Cowher get in the Hall of Fame this year, I kind of thought, wow, those other four are going to go now too. They all had better-than-Cowher resumes, in my opinion. But I also think Kyle Shanahan is a superstar. He just hasn't done it long enough. He's the, the generation after these guys – McVay's sort of in that conversation too, but I think Shanahan's very special. Is there a team that you uh, has surprised you thus far that you think is for real that could be uh, good, really good down the stretch? Another well-coached team that's Buffalo. I mean, I've always thought the Bills were very smart, very well constructed, but I frankly thought their their quarterback Allen was going to hold them back because he was much more runner-athlete than quarterback, and his accuracy really worried me. I didn't like him a lot coming out of school. He looks like a totally different player this year. I mean, I know it's only three games, but his decision-making, the touch on the ball, um, reading the defenses, and by all counts, he's a super strong worker. So I always thought the quarterback position was a detriment for them, and now if it's a positive, that makes them a contender. Um, the team they recently played, too, the Rams, if if Allen is the most improved quarterback in the league, Jared Goff might be second. I think he's playing really, really well, and he's a guy that the public's always very hard on. You know, they always say, ah, he benefits from the system. He's not worth the first overall pick. He's a good football player, and he's playing really, really well. Matt, we are the uh, home of the Raiders this year as the Raiders move to, to Las Vegas and are trying to, you know, drum up some interest in uh, their neighbor up here in, in Salt Lake to the north on, on I-15. And they're 2-1. and one. They, uh, they lost to the Patriots. They've had a bunch of injury issues. But give us your thoughts on what Gruden's doing with that franchise and if they're, you know, a year away, a couple years away, uh, uh, you know, uh, a dozen years away. What do you think about the Raiders? Mixed feelings. I think Gruden's a very good coach. I think he realizes that he has to protect that defense as much as possible, run the ball, be physical, not allow his defense to play a lot of snaps. And Belichick knew it. And this past week, Belichick basically put 10 guys, it felt like, on Darren Waller. 
and made Carr go elsewhere and take away their you know their most dangerous guy in Waller and the Patriots just ran the ball and ran the ball and ran the ball and kept that defense on the field. I still think they're in that six seven win neighborhood. I'm not sure if Carr is ever going to be. I don't dislike him, but I don't think he's ever going to be the guy to take them past Mahomes in the West. They're still rebuilding. I think that they're run well with Mayock and Gruden, and they're building something there and certainly improving. But I don't think I'm going to say a year or two from now, wow, they're a Super Bowl favorite. What do you think is going to be the fate of Austin's Titans with this, uh, this COVID situation? Yeah, I mentioned I just just left the studio. I do a Steelers show every day, and that's who they're playing this week. So I'm really keeping my eye on it even more. I mean, this sounds cold, and I hope all the people involved are, are feeling better and are okay, obviously. But I'm really curious who the three people are. Is it Tannehill, Henry, and Clowney, or is it three guys we've never heard of? You know, like, I'm curious who's not going to be playing this week. The reality is, They're going to miss some practice time, obviously, and that's important. The Steelers are a hard team to prepare for, so that's certainly a disadvantage. But I don't think it's a massive, massive disadvantage. You know, they're not having to travel. They're all going to be home. They're going to get all the treatment that they need for the injured guys. They're going to do things virtually. So they'll be well-rested, you know, so it, it certainly hurts. I think I'm really interested to see how it's handled because we'll probably get this several times throughout the year. I hope not, but I'm more focused on how the NFL goes about dealing with it than how Tennessee plays on Sunday or Monday if they happen to move it. He does a Locked On NFL podcast, also the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. He's our NFL insider, Matt Williams, with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now, Matt, let's talk about uh, how exactly or what uh, what kind of prize do you think Trevor Lawrence would be and what NFL, what teams out there should throw it all away this year for a shot at that guy? <laughs> I think the Jets are running away in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Although, what if they lose to Denver, or what if they beat Denver on Thursday night, which is another really bad football team on their third quarterback. And with all respect to Locke and Daniel Jones and Darnold, I think any of those teams will and should grab Lawrence, start over, and and I like Sam Darnold, don't get me wrong. And that's same with Washington. The Haskins looks quite bad, too. I like Sam Darnold, but he's getting to the point now where you have to make a decision, should I pay him or not? And I like him on a rookie deal. I don't like him at $25 million a year when I can get Lawrence or somebody like that. So that's when it becomes, you know, real decision time, real crossroads of these guys' career. And, boy, I mean, there's a saying, you know, it takes a, it takes a village to raise a quarterback. And – Haskins and Darnold and Jones. I mean, their village has been on fire since day one. They're not getting any help at all. But that doesn't mean you stick with them. So that, that brings up a really interesting question, then. Uh, could a quarterback like that be really good in a different system with a different coach surrounded by different people? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the more and more I do this, I, I, I of course, value my – thoughts of my college evaluations for the draft on these quarterbacks. 
But if you looked at all these quarterbacks like they're a stock, I would put more money in their situation than I would the players themselves. You know, that, for example, you know, I just complimented the Bills. I had no faith in Josh Allen, but they've built things properly around him. They've made his life easier. The village he went to was really good, and now they've been patient with him, and we're seeing the benefits, you know. Goff is another one. You know, his, his, his system and his situation is excellent. Those other guys were put in, they're swimming upstream. You know, so I think landing spot might even be more important than talent or what the prospect is at this point. Makes you wonder what would have happened if Patrick Mahomes had gone to the Jets. Sure. I mean, I think he's so special that he'd be great everywhere, but maybe not as good. You know, like... I'm not a big Baker Mayfield fan, but if Baker Mayfield was on the Chiefs, you'd be starting him in fantasy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's a pretty good situation. Well, speaking of uh, of uh, Patrick Mahomes, the team that could have haven't had him, the Chicago Bears drafted Mitchell Trubisky instead. Have they officially closed the book on him as long as Foles stays healthy? I think so, although I'm not a huge Foles believer either. Um, it wouldn't shock me if Foles plays himself out of the job at some point and therefore you bring in Trubisky and then you're back in the quarterback market this offseason. But I think it's pretty safe to say that we know at this point that Trubisky isn't good enough, that he's probably a lifetime backup, that he's a a Blake Bortles-like career. Is there? We mentioned a couple of the teams that are really bad, and I'm convinced that they're bad. Are there some teams out there who have not shown well who you think could climb out of it? I don't love the Texans, but when you start with the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Steelers, and now you look at their schedule and it eases up dramatically, I think they end up being much better than they look right now. You know, I mean, that that team – They've won a division four out of five years. They get to the playoffs all the time, despite having average talent at times. So I think they'll make some noise. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm having a hard time finding others. You know, teams like the Eagles and the Vikings that a lot of us expected to be pretty decent are really, really struggling. And it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel for them. I'm not coming up with any sleeping giants, though, at the moment. Maybe the Saints. I mean, the Saints everyone thought would be really good. They're stumbling a little, but I think they'll figure it out and be a powerhouse before long. Well, Matt, thank you as always for jumping on with us and uh, keeping us up to date. Appreciate it. Sounds good. Take care. Matt Williamson. uh, He's from the uh, Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Uh, on the also Locked On NFL and the NFL or the Locked On Podcast Network. Of course, we are uh, familiar with. If you're the Bears, Gordon, and you're yeah. you're closing the book on Mitchell Trubisky, and you watched yeah. Monday Night Football last night, are you just thinking like, oh, whoever gave us the advice to draft this guy <laughs> needs to be fired immediately? Yeah, yeah, I I I think so. Uh, man, they were they were comparing Trubisky like Steve Young when he first arrived and whatnot. I'm thinking, what? I I don't I'm not seeing that, but. It's so very important to get that guy in that position who can who can help you reach your potential. It, and it's if you so, miss on it, it's yeah. tough. 
It's so hit and miss. And, and when teams go to these guys too early, that's why I think what uh, we talked about this earlier, what Andy Reid did with Patrick Mahomes and giving uh-huh. him a year and all that, I think has really paid off for him. And maybe Jordan Love can get the benefit of this a little bit because Aaron Rodgers, I think, benefited from it where you learn for a minute and you figure the good fit and how to operate in the NFL. I mean, I've, I feel bad for guys like he mentioned Haskins there with Washington. And I know they kind of tried not to play him last year. Uh, the Alex mm-hmm. Smith situation obviously um, uh, didn't help that. But, I mean, there's a guy that got thrown to the Wolves with a bad team who has mm-hmm. basically no hope of success. I mean, yeah. it, that, I feel bad for players like that because the situation doesn't really give them an opportunity to succeed. And then, you know, you look at somebody like Baker Mayfield, whose opportunity I feel like was pretty good, and he's just not necessarily good enough mm-hmm. because yeah. Cleveland surrounded him with some decent players, even though that's not, you know, traditionally a, a terrific franchise. And, you know, I, I wonder. Like, like a guy like uh, John Beck, you know, he went to Miami when Miami was really struggling. It was a second-round pick, and they gave him a, a chance too early against some really good teams, and it didn't work out. And he ended up in a similar situation in Washington, and then that was the end of the road, right? right. You wonder if he would have been in a, a situation where the team could be more patient and it was a better team around him, and he had a chance to learn before he was thrown into the deep end if he could have had a better career. Yeah, I, I do believe that. I believe that you can put a right, just like uh, Matt was talking about, you put the guy, right guy in the right situation, and even if he doesn't look particularly good uh, in the first, he can thrive in the second. It was kind of like what we were talking about with Belichick when he was the head coach in yeah, Cleveland. true. And they, you put him in a situation, yeah, he, he had a chance to learn a little bit, but then he shows up in a better organization, and what happens next? Well, it helps when you have Tom Brady, I guess, but uh, getting back to the quarterback thing. But if I'm a quarterback coming out of college and I think I have real potential, man, give me a freaking quarterback whisperer. Give me somebody who who can make me believe in myself and who can help me. And, and the, the, the calls uh, that are made, the plays that are called for uh, suit my strengths. That's what I'm looking for, man. Help me build myself. Help me find who I am and what I can do and what I need to work on. And then I'll work on that. But help me believe in myself. Don't just throw me to the wolves like you said. Yeah, I, that's When I think of that, when I see Sam Darnold, I, I have yeah. to believe he's better than what he looks. And I, I, I kind of blame the coaches. That's... To some extent, yeah. Well, Adam Gase, the 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 coach of the Jets, is, and I, I don't say this lightly, a moron. I mean, <laughs> that guy is a moron. And I like, uh, I hope, 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 Trevor Lawrence does not go to the Jets or the Jaguars. And I, my fear about the Jaguars, and I know they've had a good team at times during the last you know twenty years or whatever, but they've broken that team down so much. If they draft Trevor Lawrence, he's going to be expected to be this hero, right, and play day one and play well and be unbelievable. And it's just so not how it happens in the NFL so often. It just doesn't work that way because the game is so much faster and more physical and more cerebral than it is at college. In college, it's just impossible. So I I hope he completely. I'd rather see him go to a like a, a team that has a bunch of injury issues and is kind of tanking in a weird way, like the Colts did for Andrew Luck that year. 
you know, I'd rather have a, a situation like that than just a permanent bottom dweller that just has sucked forever and has no prayer of being good in the next decade. You know, I agree with you, Jake. It's just too hard. Yeah. It's, uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, as good as he is, and I think he'll have a fine, everything else being equal, have a fine NFL career. But I'm, if he goes to the wrong situation, it could mess him up big time. Yep. I, absolutely, and totally derail what could be an unbelievable career. You know, Indeed. the Indeed. the Dolphins haven't been good forever. So how is it going to go with Tua? You know, you, you yeah. look at the Chiefs with Andy Reid and and getting Patrick Mahomes. You know, the Chiefs have been consistently good for a long time. I know they didn't get over the the hump per se uh, with the Super Bowl until this year, but even going back to the Marty Schottenheimer years. Gordon, they were a decent franchise. Uh, Herm Edwards had a year or two in with the Chiefs that were okay, and then Andy Reid's been good, right? And then eventually last year, uh, you know, great and Super Bowl winning. But that franchise has been consistently good for a long time. When was the last time the Jets were good, man? That seems I, I can't remember. Vinny Testaverde. Seriously. <laughs> well, they had that one run. Chad Pennington, right? Yeah, yeah. they had the Chad Pennington <laughs> run to the to the. Uh, Championship game, not the Super Bowl, but the championship game. How long ago was that? Two thousand nine. Yeah, fifteen years, right? Long time. A a long time. If I had Curtis Martin was on that team, right? And I think Curtis Martin is in your same high school graduating class. (laughs) If I had a top pick and I was going to use it on a quarterback, uh, chances are, if I have that pick, my team didn't perform very well. I'm going to go to the owner. If I'm the GM, I'm going to go to the owner and I'm going to say, okay, we want to pick this kid. But in order to make it work, you got to empty your vault to pay the right coach to come in here to bring him along. And I would look for whoever's contract was up, who, and I would pay him whatever I had to to get him in there. Because if you're going to invest in a quarterback with a high draft pick like that, then you better have someone that's going to hold his hand through the thing. See now, Otherwise, it seems like it's a waste. Now, see, Gordon, the Jets went the completely opposite direction. They thought, <laughs> all right, I'm going to draft Sam Darnold, and I'm going to get the crappiest moronic coach that I could possibly <laughs> find that nobody has liked ever, and I'm going to hire that guy. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm going to fire my GM and let him handle personnel, too. <laughs> to, to be fair, gentlemen, 2009 and 2010, the Jets did make back-to-back runs to the conference championship game okay. under Mark Sanchez. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. the Sanchez. But then he did the butt fumble, and that was the end of his career-slash-life. <laughs> wow, he really went from career to no career Yeah, in an There's astounding no and one, in one turnover. Yeah. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about uh, That was just terrible. All right, we're <laughs> live today at Sound Sleep Medical. Call them, 801-285-9731. If your significant other has been complaining about your snoring or if you're you're waking up, and Matt joins us uh, now, you know, if you're you're waking up in the morning, headaches, sluggishness. I mean, you might not be getting enough oxygen when you sleep. Yeah, or or at the, in the evening, if you're getting drowsy early before bedtime, or if you're you know you're not able to spend that little last little bit of, of the time you have to with the kids to entertain them, you'd rather just sit and veg on the couch. Those are, or if you're irritable, those are all signs that, uh, that there might be something going on. You might have sleep apnea. It, it happens to a lot of people out there. You and I both, Gordon too. Yeah, well, see, you see, and and and. It, it it can also be an embarrassment to have sleep apnea. I know that usually you're sleeping with your wife, but you, you ever go on a vacation? Oh man, you know what I mean. And, or I I had to do this for work. I had to, we had we were 
you know, save a little money, went on, went on a trip. I was actually had to, had to share a room, not a bed, but a room, two different beds with my, with my boss. And he literally got up in the middle of the night, left the room, and got a different room. Because he went down to it. the desk, he went got down a, to the desk, got a different room, and got a different room because like I can't do it, I yeah. just can't, can't that's do it. Hilarious. And that's unfortunate. And those those kind of things you, you avoid. And and you know if you if you have a CPAP device and, and you're happy with it, great, glad you're happy, glad you're taking care of it. But if you tried one and you you, you weren't tolerant, or if you if if you're in a situation like me or you were just you're just snoring but didn't know I had a problem, this is a great time to figure yeah. it out. You mentioned that I told Gordon this story earlier. You mentioned that travel thing uh, and carrying a CPAP machine around with you across the country has is, is got to be miserable. But I've forgotten it when we've gone on vacation before oh. I've forgotten the mouthpiece. Oh, you should see my wife's mood go from, yay, we're on vacation to, why oh, are you here? Man, I'm going to get no sleep on this <laughs> I, thing. I did the same. I didn't forget it, but I forgot to put it in one night. Oh, uh, did you? On vacation. And I woke up like, that's the worst night's sleep I've ever had. What happened? Oh, I forgot. I forgot my device. You know, my my uh, my dad got a great chance uh, a couple years ago or a year ago to go to to uh, um, Taiwan, Thai, Thai, not Taiwan, um, Thailand. There it is. There I got it. I got a person to help me out. But we'll go out to Thailand and Vietnam, and uh, he, he's a he's a Vietnam vet, and he's his he has sleep apnea. He's being taken care of the, by the VA, but he's traveling. He's like, I don't want to carry this yeah. machine with me. What else can I do? And so we got him a device just for this trip. And my mom like brought me back all kinds of stuff from this vacation because she's like, I've never gone on vacation with your dad better than this one because he slept and I got to sleep. And so we enjoyed awesome. ourselves the entire time. And, and so if you have a, you know, if you're traveling for work, if you're traveling at all, uh, I'd say you've got to get one of these devices. And like you mentioned earlier, it's covered by insurance. Yeah. And a lot of folks, you know, probably met their deductible uh, at yep. this point. So the timing, uh, it could be really great for you. 801-285-9731, 801-285-9731. The fitting process also is, is a snap. You guys are great here. And you yep. can, you mentioned your dad, you can have it turned around and ready to go and, yep, and we almost do, we no do, time at all. We do digital scans. Which are which are amazing. Get, gets down to those you know micrometers of, yeah. uh, of things, and we send it right to the manufacturer. Manufacturer works on it, brings it back. Our dentist fits it in, makes sure it works. If we have to do any custom things, we have the ability to do custom adjustments right in our office. We show you how to make some minor adjustments if you want to at the home, and uh, and send you on away. Then we have you come back at about a week later to make sure everything's going okay. It's amazing. All right, eight zero one two eight five nine seven three one. Give them a call. Get a free sleep consultation. That's a sleep test, and uh, it's take home. So that's that's really great. The first 50 callers uh, to schedule a sleep consultation will be entered into a drawing for a better sleep gift basket, which includes a minky couture blanket, a purple pillow, and $100 Amazon gift card. So call now, 801-285-9731. We appreciate you, Matt. Thanks. Thank you. All right. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. Show 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott uh, with you. This one goes out to Chadwick. A little dream on. Some Aerosmith for you. We're live at Sound, uh, Sound Sleep Medical, 801-285-9731. Thus, Austin's theme for Total Request Tuesday, songs about sleep or dreams. 
Find out how they can help you, by the way, 801-285-9731, Sound Sleep Medical. Major League playoffs are going on uh, right now, Gordon, as we speak. Um, uh, Let's see here. The Rays are on top of the Blue Jays, 1-0 in the bottom of the fifth. The White Sox beat the A's earlier 4-1. The nightcap is the Yankees at the Indians. Uh, That game starts at 5. But uh, earlier, a final... The Astros beat the Twins 4-1. to one. And I've got to admit, I, I'm so rooting for the Twins in this series. I, the, the Astros, I hope they lose every game. But, uh, Austin, rattle off just how bad the Twins have been in the playoffs since the, the Kirby Puckett uh, World Series championship. Yeah, so since the, <laughs> the Twins won the World Series in 1991, they've played in 34 playoff games, including today's loss. They've won just six of those 34 games, and they are 0-17 since winning game one of the 2004 ALDS against the Yankees. So those keeping track, they are 6-28 over their last 34 and 0-17 over their last 17. So do you think that's just uh, inferior talent or do you think lack of leadership? Voodoo. Yeah, it's it's impossible to have that connective tissue over that period of time. That's just, I mean, this is just one of those things. But my, so my question is, and Austin tweeted out something like this earlier today. Would you rather just have a dog that doesn't make the playoffs or a dog in the playoffs? Because that's crushing, right? I mean, you're going to the playoffs. You've got all this hope. You know, I think we're going all the way. This year's our year, blah, blah, blah. Uh, 17 losses in a row? This is baseball. You accidentally win a game in some of these series. <laughs> I mean, come on. That, that yeah. is brutal. Going back to 2004 to lose 17 consecutive playoff games, I, I honestly think I'd rather have the dog and not make it. Uh, no, you still want to make it, Jake. It gets swept all those years? You know who's not a laughingstock today? The Angels. They were yesterday, but not today. But not today. The Twins. (laughs) I couldn't believe they lost today. I don't give give two rips about the Twins, and I felt bad seeing that they lost today. Imagine if you're yeah. actually a Twins fan, how horrible that is. Like Because the, the baseball season is so long, too. And you're thinking, ah, yeah. oh, we got it this year, finally. And then just to lose. Those, there were some good Twins teams in there, too, that got swept out of the playoffs. Yeah, but you know what's coming. You know, you can prepare yourself. <laughs> That's your argument? You can prepare yeah. yourself? <laughs> you know what's coming. You know what's going to be. You know, in advance, you can prepare yourself for the disappointment mentally. In fact, it's not even disappointment because you already know. Yeah, but see, now in Austin's situation, where he would just be elated if his team uh, faced one batter in the playoffs and then forfeited the rest of the games, <laughs> he wouldn't care because his team got there as opposed to... Put up to, a banner. <laughs> yeah, right. Everybody's excited just because you got there. Print the shirts. As opposed to the Twins, that uh, they get there. They've got some good teams when they get there, and then they just punch themselves in the face repeatedly to go out with a whimper. <laughs> Not just lose, but get swept. 17 consecutive baseball uh, losses in the Major League Baseball playoffs since '04. That is yeah. ridiculous. It's fairly consistent. <laughs> Consistently bad. <laughs> I don't know, because if your team never makes it to the playoffs, uh, that's 
Well, then you could become like the the Cubs were for a while. They're just sort of the lovable Cubs, uh, lovable losers. This is Jake's never been more right with his can't win, don't try phrase than with the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> yeah. Do whatever you can, Minnesota, to have a winning record but miss the playoffs. Because then your fans will feel good about you. Right. Oh, they were a good team. <laughs> I, you know, I like good plucky bunch. I like, what, I like what you said, Austin. There might be some truth to it. Uh, you felt really bad about your sucky team yesterday, but not today. Yeah, today, no. well, at least we're not getting our face beat in with everybody watching. <laughs> I mean, imagine if you were a Twins fan actually paying extraordinary playoff prices to go to these games. One of the most expensive <laughs> tickets in the league, actually. With their yeah, new stadium. I, there, yeah, yeah, I have no doubt that you're paying just crazy amounts of, you know, $35 for a hot dog just to sit there and torture yourself to watch your team just implode in the yeah. playoffs. Hey, you know, the you, Jazz, you I know a lot of Jazz fans are disappointed out there, but at least they went seven games. You got an exciting series <laughs> out of it. Your team had some successes. Donovan had a historic performance. Imagine if you just if the Jazz showed up and just got swept, how much worse that would be. You're making a strong argument, Jake. I, but I, I just am having a hard time getting there. Meanwhile, Austin's with his dog team, but going, you know what? Mike Trout plays for him, so yeah, there's always next year. <laughs> <laughs> the, right. the twins could have a reincarnate of Babe Ruth, and they'd still lose in the in the the first round. He'd tear yeah, his uh, fake ACL in game two. <laughs> but but don't you think the twins can at least think? Well, we add two more pieces, and we're there. You know what can Austin say? If those are poison and death to the other team, <laughs> yeah. At this at this point, I mean, there isn't connective tissue. It's not the same general managers. It's not the same managers. It's not even close to the same players. Well, what do you think it is then? The curse of the city. I don't know. <laughs> the, the, maybe they need a new logo. Maybe they need a new name. I don't know. But that's that's got to be tough on the on a fan base. Come on, that's brutal. I just want the Twins to win to so I can stop feeling bad for them. When did they stop be, uh, being the the Buzz slash Bees slash Stingers uh, field? Well, the oh, Angels man, that took been, them in so what? Was that, so wasn't that 04 or something? Was that it so it's the curse of the buzz? Well, I, I don't is that know. what this is? I don't know when it was. I can't remember. It would have been right before. around then, though. Uh, that would have mid-2000s. That sounds about right. Where's where's Clowkey? Where's I'm, looking, I'm looking this up. Hold on. Ordinarily, Clowkey would actually be at a playoff game. Uh, they uh, they, they were the last. The buzz were last uh, with the Twins in 2000. Oh, wow. So Longer the, ago you than can't trace it to that, unfortunately. Yeah. That would be great, though, if it was our fault. <laughs> Why would that be great? Just because. Well, the, the, is the it, Twins. Is it our fault now with the Angels? Uh, what, do, what do you mean? The, 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 the Angels suck? No, because yeah. they won the World Series while we were affiliated with That's them. That's true. So. Yeah. Uh, so well, I, I guess, would, would you rather... Would you rather have a team that made the playoffs consistently only to fail in grand fashion over and over again, or would you rather have a dog that made the playoffs once every 25 years? I think I'd rather make the playoffs um, and, and just hope for something a little more. I, I don't know, though, Gordo, because remember the, the Cubs finally were supposed to win it all, and then, although I don't blame him, Steve Bartman uh, got in the way of that. Uh, it wouldn't have been better for them to not have been in that position. Steve Bartman probably would say so. 
<laughs> yeah, his life. Uh, whatever happened to Steve? How ridiculous, Bartman? by the way, that he can't have a yeah. normal life because of is that. He still, is he still suffering from that? Uh, after the Cubs won the World Series, he actually had an attorney put forth a statement because the Cubs wanted to bring him back for the celebration. And he said, no, 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 no. Uh, you've all ruined my life. I don't ever want anything to do with you again. Which good for him, by yeah. the way. Uh, the last time the Angels made the playoffs, 2014, they lost to the Royals in the league divisional series. And the Royals won it all that year. And then 2009, uh, the LCS to the Yankees. And uh, let's see. 08 to the Sox, I think. They they beat the Red Sox in 09. I meant the White Sox. The year the White Sox won the World Series, I thought we lost to them. Yep, and that was in 05. Ah. A lot of L's on here, Austin. Although yeah, World Series yeah. 02, there you go, buddy. And, the, you know, since Mike Trout came aboard, they've won a playoff game. So I'm not really, you know, spiking on Minnesota Twins fans here. But I think I prefer to not be a Twins fan today. Who would you say is the is the Sacramento Kings of Major League Baseball? Who's just the... <laughs> the Whichever team Bryce the, Harper plays for. Who's just the bottom of the barrel and never going to show any life? The is Seattle Mariners. Is it the Phillies? No, what? It's it's got to be the Mariners. It's not the, it's not the Phillies. Well, you add a, a overpaid hack like Harper, it's going to set you back. First of all, he's not a hack. He had a good year, didn't he? I doubt Second it. of all, what? I said I doubt it. <laughs> what? No, he had a good year. Did you say good hair? The Phillies won twenty eight games, twenty eight and thirty two. Yeah. How do how the Nationals do? Oh, uh, terrible. Oh, Awful. That's right. my, well, I'm just actually gonna, historically you know, the worst that a defending champ has ever done. Does it does it matter? Because we got our ring, bruh. <laughs> so now nothing matters. Bruh. Hey, man, you got to live in today. Uh, who had the worst record between the Angels, the Phillies and the Nats? Uh, the Nats, I believe. The Nats probably by I don't a think it was, I think they still wearing that years. hat, Jake. Uh, yeah, pretty much every day. You are not. How would you know? Because, because you wear the Whalers hat all the time. I do wear the the Whalers hat quite a bit. Uh, Bryce Harper uh, bat a blistering two sixty eight this year. How many home runs? Uh, oh my gosh! The Angels had the exact same record as the Nats this year. Wow, that's amazing. He had thirteen <laughs> home runs and thirty three RBI. He was third on his own team in runs batted in. <laughs> well. It- you're not exactly getting your money's worth there. Go ahead and tell me, tell me I'm right. Uh, let's see. Uh, our friend uh, Riley Jensen suggests on my personal phone here the Reds. DJ drops. Uh, no, the Reds might Dave, win it all this year. By the David way, David James Riley. suggests the Mariners. DJ said the Mariners are the Kings. Is there an echo in here? No, you were. He's he's agreeing with you. Uh, DJ says the Padres were the Suns, one winning season in True. a decade until this year. I, but the Padres <laughs> are in it this year. They're my team. Yeah. My Padres are in it this year. Yep. Why? I thought you hated Manny Machado. Uh, yeah, but I love Fernando Tatis Jr. So yeah, oh, he is fun good. to watch. Yeah, yeah he's he is amazing. He is really good. <sighs> so yeah, oh. who, who are we settling on the Mariners? The, the, that's the the Kings yeah, of, they, of Major they, League Baseball. They win their opening series every year, and Jay Catch and all of his uh, Mariners cronies like, "This is it. We're going. This is the time. We're gonna do it." And then they don't win again all year, and it's so that's it's the Mariners. <laughs> what about the Pirates? It's been a they were horrible the, this year. Yeah, it's been a minute since they've done anything, right? 
Yeah, uh, and they had they had some promise there with uh, McCutcheon, but he's go- he's long gone now, and it might be done. It might be time for Pittsburgh to uh, sell the team. I'm always rooting against the Astros though, because I can't stand the cheaters. Yeah, you love Tom Brady somehow. Yeah. But that's that was just a little incidental thing. <laughs> Which time? What was it? Filming the other team's practice? That wasn't him. So he benefited throwing from it? his cell phone into a river. His team is team <laughs> cheats, but somehow he didn't benefit from it. What are you talking about? Letting then, all the air I'm out sure. of a ball. And then the, the sure deflate that, uh, gate thing was cheating at its very definition. No, it wasn't. It was just a little air out of the ball. Big Which is deal. against the rules. Which is against yeah, the rules. The That's rules cheating. <laughs> definition, definition. It was a power. little cocaine, officer. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, come rules, on. Don't make that rules. comparison. No, it was just a little bit of air. Big deal. I don't think that's a big thing. <laughs> but he cheated, and you just said cheaters uh, bother you. Except well, it's a whole different or- matter when you're banging on trash can lids, all right? It's a whole different deal. <laughs> is it, though? <laughs> is it really? Or is yes. it pretty much the same thing? Oh, you know, should a, run for office. Well, you you're should. giving a shop away, man. You know what the pitch is. You know what it's going to be. You know how much that's beneficial to a hitter. Well, who's well let, letting a little air out of the ball. So what? So Tom could hold on to the ball a little better. Big deal. It's the same thing. I can't believe you could say it one way, like with, with one expression, like, uh, and then say the exact same thing, no. but using no. a different tone of, no. tone of voice no, 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 and, no, no, and no. pretend that that's an no. argument. No, you know why? Because if you know what the pitch is, that's a huge advantage to you and a disadvantage to the other yeah, guy. Yeah, kind of like li- if you know the no, other no. football teams play. You, yeah, you, and you, if you can hold on to the ball no. better and throw it better and your no, receiver can it, catch it, it, it was, better, it gives you an advantage over the other you, team. No, it was unique to his the, the grip of the ball. This is, this is incredible. This is incredible to me. This is like you said. Well, he cheated on his taxes. And then at the very next se- uh, sentence going, well, he cheated on his taxes. No. <laughs> Look, come two on. Different come on. They're two different things. Look, I'm Just not. Just the food I, tax. I'm not saying. I think they over they overinflate the dumb football anyway. You ever try to hold on to one of those damn NFL balls? I'd want a little bit of air taken out, too. Oh, we'll be back uh, coming up next. It's like coming throwing up. a pumpkin down a field, you know? Just let a little layer out. All right. Coming up next, we have the Not Sports Report. Coming up next, we have the Not Sports Report. It's straight <laughs> ahead. Live from Sound Sleep Medical, 8012859731. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Check this out. And now, your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And the Zone Sports Network. Shout out to Spencer, who wanted the cranberries on a Total Request Tuesday. Songs about sleep or dreams. Send them to Austin at Austin Horton. 
if you have a request. It's time for the Not Sports Report brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Shop online LHMUsedCars.com. We're live here at Soundsleep Medical. We're going to catch up with Matt once again coming up here momentarily. Give him a call, 801-285-9731. But uh, until then, Gordon, where are we going today? We're going to Vermont, but before we go there, I have to uh, inform many of our listeners to be careful when you decide you want to go camping. Because apparently, especially along the East Coast, there are a bunch of people who have never gone camping before who are concerned about the COVID situation and they're not traveling the way they once did and they think it's a good idea to go out in an isolated area on a mountain somewhere and camp. And they're going in and buying a bunch of gear to go do it. And then they, these city slickers essentially are going out into the wilds and finding out that, uh, that life out there is a little different than they may have imagined. Are you, are you right now? What? Are you talking about huh? you right now? No, because I used to camp a lot when I was a kid, uh, but uh, but it, I did have one unfortunate experience that I may have shared with you previously. Uh, but that's what they're finding out. They're going out and, and they're in these tents or whatever, and next thing you know, the bugs show up, and then they're getting bit by mosquitoes, and then then they have to go to the bathroom, and there's like a, they have to dig a hole in the ground or go to some. A really nasty bathroom somewhere, and they're uncomfortable with that, and it's just a, a miserable experience for them. Well, if, so, if if this is not about you, what is inspiring this public service announcement? Oh, I read a story about it. Oh, there's a bunch of first-time campers who are going out and doing this and having trouble hmm. with their experience. So I just wanted to throw that out there to those of you who have done it, never done it before. Now, it might be for some people. It's just not for everybody. So just uh, stop and think before you, before you you do something that you uh, you might not enjoy that much. Now the the real story, Jake. Have you ever had zucchini envy? No. Austin, zucchini envy. Yeah. Can't say that a, I have. Have you ever had a garden? Not personally. Has your family ever had a garden? No, uh, we always had a garden growing up. Yeah. Okay, did they have zucchini in there? I think we did, yeah. Uh, Jake, did you? Did your family have a garden? Uh, somewhat, but never grew zucchini, to my knowledge. It seems like a lot of times people, there's a lot of zucchini. There's sort of a, a zucchini inflation, <laughs> as it were. There's just a lot of it out there. But this man, his name is Ron Schultz in Burlington, Vermont, or in that general area. Apparently... He has grown a 115-pound zucchini. Have you ever seen a 115-pounder? Which huge. is there more of, tomatoes or zucchini? <laughs> zucchini is huge. And apparently, let me read the quote from him. He said, all around the world, they weigh these giant zucchinis off and there must be 50 to 60 entries right now. And currently, I'm number one in the world. The biggest zucchini. He's famous because uh, a few years ago, he had uh, he had a 1,100-pound pumpkin. Okay. So I, I guess this is a thing. This is a competitive grow-off. 
and people are right. And they asked him and said, how do you how do you do it? And he said, first thing, perfect soil. And he said, you can't forget to water your garden. He said, I can't control the heat, which was really good this year, but I can control the water. And he says he goes down to give his zucchini tender love and care. Quote, ask my wife. I go down there in the morning, got to talk to it. And then at night is when I take care of it, Schultz. Let me, uh, let me ask you a question real quick here, Austin. What do you think Gordon would be worse at, competitive growing uh-huh. or competitive cooking? Uh, cooking. Uh, so, like, like you said, accidentally you win a playoff game every here and there. You don't accidentally cook a good meal, but you might accidentally grow a, a bean bush, you know. That's a terrific point. <laughs> You might stumble your way into growing something I mean, you something just big. put a seed in the ground and it grows. So. But what would, what would be the odds that that plant would still be alive long enough to produce some sort of harvest? Not great. Not great odds. Uh, one out of ten, maybe. But you're saying that the good meal would be zero out of ten. Right. I mean, you saw him make his uh, key lime pie by buying it at the store. <laughs> we saw him chop it a wasn't, couple hey, of things. I did, that whole, I did that whole meal. Liar. You did not. I cannot believe not. I went to all that effort, and you guys don't believe me. You're, now you're going to slice this cheese, and there's 18 slices behind them already cut. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then your video evidence actually proved that you didn't do it. <laughs> oh, that is so wrong. That is not right. It was a set it and forget it video. It was <laughs> no, not at all. That is not true. If you would actually that whole meal, your... I really put a lot of effort in. <laughs> the fact that you guys doubt me this way hurts. If you did the whole feeling. meal, you would have videotaped it. All you did, did is videotape yourself. And it yourself would have taken more than nine minutes. Putting the finishing touches <laughs> on a salad. You know, like, here's me chopping the celery. Oh, oh and then it jump cut a salad to the fun. entire meal being done. And being like, look what I did, guys. <laughs> I got your jump cut. Get out of here. I went That's what it was. That's it what was it was. It looked like the I, bus footage on speed. I, I, you said I sliced all that cheese. I want you to know. Well, then why didn't you my, tape yourself slicing all that cheese? And by the way, because, let's not pretend like slicing just, cheese is the, is like the major component of making that meal. You know, I'd be a, a world-class chef if it weren't for the cheese. You guys are not giving me proper credit. I went to a lot of work. You didn't do it. You did, did not. I did. I did, did do not. it. I did do it. Here's the key I might line have stretched pie it a little up. bit. Okay. I might have stretched it a tad bit on the key lime pie. But everything else I did. And I deserve nope. credit for that. I do. I, do. <laughs> I, went to, do not. I went to a lot of effort there. And the food was really good. By the way, Ron Schultz says he doesn't eat his vegetables at the end of the season. He leaves them on display, and then uh, he uh, he takes the seeds out for the following season, but he lets the pigs eat uh, This guy needs devour. more social interaction. Uh, real quick before we get to Matt, uh, Scotty G. 115-pound zucchini, I'm telling you. Scotty G texting uh, texting me here. He says, uh, what would he be more likely to hire somebody to do for him? Oh. Growing a garden or cooking a meal? And then Scotty adds answers, both. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, it hurts. That hurts me. Cuts well, me you, you have a gardener, so that's probably the answer. 
Not yeah, but, yeah, but he's not the, the gardener's not out there hoeing the hoeing the vegetable garden. But would be <laughs> if you chose to have a vegetable garden. <laughs> I don't think you've hired a chef yet. Although, have you? That could have happened. <laughs> That's a yes. Let's say let's say you were actually assigned to cook dinner for the entire family. Would you hire it out? No. Yes. I would do it. No, oh, stop no. it. Stop it right now. I've got a right. Oh. He's got, come on. <laughs> no. No. Swinging I the pickaxe here. I don't know. I'm telling you guys vastly underestimate my abilities. To, to I, what? I can, nap in I your can office? Do stuff. Speaking of napping in your office, you're napping a lot better thanks to Soundsleep Medical. Call them today, 801 285 9731. Our friend Matt is joining uh, joining us once again. And Gordon, answer that question. Do you, do you nap better now that you have your custom oral appliance? Always. <laughs> Especially when there's work to be done. Uh, let's, uh, Matt, let's talk health stuff because this is really, really important. And it's not just we make a lot of jokes about bugging your spouse. And, and of sure, course, that's, sure. a, that's a nice byproduct of this whole thing. But this is really taking care of your health. It really is, and, and the reality is when you sleep, your body is doing a lot of things to refresh itself and to get ready for the next day, and if your sleep is being interrupted by apnea, by not being able to breathe, by snoring, by waking yourself up, I don't know if you ever did that, but yep. you, know, you wake yourself up in the middle of the night or your spouse wake yourself up, if you're not getting the sleep that you need, your body's not regenerating the way it needs to. You actually get toxins in your brain that happen during the day, and at night when you hit REM sleep, those toxins are being flushed away. And if you don't, a lot of those toxins actually sit inside your your, hippocamp- your hippocampus, which is the memory portion of your brain. And so this is why if you're not getting a good night's sleep, you're having memory issues the next day, right? And new studies show that those memory issues can lead to, to even bigger health issue if if, issues if they're not taken care of. And there's a link now between sleep apnea and other, 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 other um, bigger mental health issues. So the best thing you can do to avoid those type of things, and, and that the, we're not talking about the other things like obesity and, and con- uh, contribute to diabetes and, and, uh, and bone, bone density, actually. If you're not getting a good night's sleep, your, your, your bones are less dense and they're, they're, they're more likely to break. And so all of those reasons are reasons why you need to have a good night's sleep. And if you've been avoiding doing anything about your sleep because of a CPAP, or if you're avoiding doing it because you had to you had to go to a, a location to have your your sleep test done, man, this is a great time to come in. We're doing free sleep consultations. The first 50 people that call any of our six or call for any of our six offices here in Utah, they're going to be put into a drawing for that Better Sleep Basket, which is in, includes a, a Mickey Couture blanket, a purple pillow, and a hundred dollar gift card. So just for calling and signing up for a free sleep call, consultation, you don't have to do anything else. Just come in and we'll talk to you about this great oral appliance therapy that can help you get a better night's sleep. You're going to be put into that drawing. More importantly, getting the help that you need. To get a better night's sleep is going to help you with the, with the other health conditions that we talked about. It's a really easy way to take care of yourself, right? right. I mean, it's a really easy way to improve your health because, as you mentioned, sleep apnea, it's, it's an issue. And, you know, not getting the sleep that you need is a big-time health issue. And this is an easy way to do it, not just the oral appliance itself, which is quite comfortable and, right. and really easy to do, but also the, the sleep consultation where you can do it at home and you can mm-hmm. find some ways to – and the turnaround time, which we mentioned earlier. I mean, it just it's, – it's really easy. It's really easy. And then, and then the maintenance afterwards. So you get your oral appliance, you're sleeping well, and then you wake up. You don't have to be changing out hoses. You don't have to be scrubbing things right. down. You, you, you either brush it off. 
drop it in with some solution. Either way, is going to clean it up, and you're ready to go the next day. That's it. It's super easy. It really is. It's super easy. All right, 801-285-9731. Remember, be one of those first 50 callers to qualify for that sleep gift basket. And, of course, this uh, sleep consultation is free. 801-285-9731. Thanks, Matt. We appreciate you. Thanks, Jake. Bowler joins us next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.